Hello my lovely friends, this is another beautiful episode for you in this beautiful year of 2022. This is the year of light and rest, the year of light and rest. So I'm continuing with this topic, especially on the prophetic message for the new year. Okay, if I just want to give you a quick recap on what we discussed yesterday. The year 2022 is the Hebrew year 5782. Now, the reason we talk about the Hebrew uh, way of counting things is because the Bible says in Romans chapter 3 that the oracles of God or the wisdom of God or the word of God was given to the Hebrews first before it spread to everyone else. And it was given to them in their language. And the thing about the Hebrew language is that every letter also has a numeric value. So it's called alphanumeric. So that letter, the first letter, which is uh, Aleph, is also the same for number one. You see? So that makes the language extremely powerful because you don't have to have separate figures for maths and separate figures for speech. So when a Hebrew talks to you, they're speaking numbers and letters at the same time. Do you see how amazing that is? And that's the reason why we can trust the language to give us an accurate determination of what is in God's calendar today. Now, it doesn't mean that you need to learn the Hebrew language. You just need to learn the most fundamental aspects of the language that can help you know what God is planning or what God has planned or what God is doing at any given time, okay? Now, there are different aspects of prophecy. There's prophecy that's already established and written, and that's what I'm giving you right now. The prophecy that's already established and written has to come to pass the way it was written, okay? In other words, we cannot change the word of God. You see, unless the word of God says the soul that sinneth shall die, that you can change. Why? Because there's a superior word. There's a higher word. And that higher word is there is forgiveness in the blood of Jesus. Do you see? Now you've got to appreciate one thing. There is lesser glory and there's greater glory. The Bible says the glory of the latter church shall be greater than the former. Now the former church had certain principles and certain promises. Now, the latter church has better things, just like the way the Bible says that the blood of Abel is speaking and crying out, but the blood of Jesus speaks better things than that of Abel. So as you read the word of God, and if you want to know what the Spirit of God is doing presently, please go for the present or the better thing that the Bible talks about. Go for the better thing. Don't go for hell, please. Go for eternal life. You see, always go for the better thing. Don't go for the curse. Go for the blessing. You see? Don't go for the punishment. Go for mercy. You see, there are better things. There are higher things for you. Which is why we call the gospel good news. Okay? So, you're the worst of offenders. You've done the craziest things in this world. Please don't go for punishment. Go for mercy. In fact, the Bible says, come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy and to find grace to help in time of need. You see, most Christians are not successful because of guilt. Most Christians are not successful because they are too conscious about their faults and their weaknesses. They are too conscious about their faults and their weaknesses. You need to be conscious about the truth. And that truth will make you free. You see? Now, if it takes five years, so what? The most important thing is for you to be free. It's not how long it takes, okay? The most important thing is for a child to grow. It doesn't matter how long it takes a child to grow. You see? So your work as a parent is to feed the child, to nurture the child, and the child will just naturally grow. So what you ought to do is feed yourself of the Word of God, and if there's anything contrary to the Word in you, don't worry about that. You continue the process of nurturing, for, you know, spiritual nutrition. Then you'll grow and outgrow some things. You see, Paul said when I was a child, you know, I thought as a child, I understood as a child, you know, and, and spoke as a child, things like that. But when I grew up, I put away childish things. You know, first Corinthians 13, uh, 11, yeah. When I became a man, 
I threw away or put away childish things. So childish things can only go away when you grow up, not when you try hard, okay? Do <laughs> you see? So you, you're probably full of fear or you are hot-tempered or whatever, addicted to something. Try as much as you like. Like, of course, towards the end of the year, people are making all manner of resolutions, yeah? That beginning this year, I'm not going to smoke. Beginning this year, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Those things are totally useless. They don't work. What works is the word of God that you eat consistently, whether it's January or whether it's December. Okay? That's what works. Eat the word of God consistently. All right? Now, here we are, continuing with this beautiful topic, glory to Jesus. We are continuing this beautiful topic on the year 2022, and I want to just put a bit more meat to it. I laid the foundation. 22 is 11 times 2. Now, 11 has two meanings. 11 means the 11th hour. In other words, the next step and your blessing comes. You see, the next step and your miracle is here. The woman with the issue of blood operated on the 11th hour principle. That's why she said, I'm going to touch the hem of his garment and I will be healed. She knew the next move I make is going to work. <laughs> you see? Another one who was bent double for 18 years. She knew if only he could say a word over me, woman thou art loose, I'm going to walk. Some of the lepers who knew it was the 11th hour, they knew if only he could touch us, we would be cleansed. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's your 11th hour as well. The next move you make is going to bring you success. The next move you make, beginning this morning, the next move you make is going to bring it to you. The next move you make is going to give you that success that you're looking for. Okay? That's the 11th hour blessing. Number 11 is a beautiful number. But number 11 also stands for destruction. It doesn't destroy you. Remember, I told you, go for the better thing. Yeah? A lot of Christians don't know how to interpret the Bible. So you find that they move from uh, guilt to joy. They hear a good word. They're so happy. Oh, apostle, this is such a beautiful word. It touched my heart. Oh, hallelujah. The next moment they're reading. Yeah, it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the Lord. And they're all scared again. Why are you falling into his hands? You are his hands. Did you know you are his hand? So it's the devil who is supposed to be afraid falling into your hands. Because your hands are the hands of the Lord. You see, why do you separate yourself from God? Because you think that you're still in the older glory, the former glory. Where the Bible says the soul that sins shall die. The wages of sin is death. That's not for you. Okay? That's not for you. That is the former thing. You have a latter thing. You have a greater glory. You have a higher life. There's something much more for you. And in this higher life, what is expected of you is to feed on the word of God. Not to make resolutions. Okay? Feed. If you feed a child and look after that child well, that child will grow. Okay? Alright. So most Christians have not fed themselves. And that's why they act immaturely. If you discover you're immature in one area, just feed yourself. One day you'll grow up. Okay? And God has given you the time to grow. Alright? Time is not running out for your growth. Alright? You were born at the right time. The Bible said there's a time and a season for every purpose. It's your time. It's your season. Alright? And the last minute, the 11th hour miracle, that blessing is upon you in Jesus' name. But now when you multiply 11 times 2, then it means the matter is established and must come to pass quickly. That means nothing can change it. That means your fault will not change it. Are you getting that? Your fault cannot change it. Ladies and gentlemen, when Moses led the Israelites out of Egypt, there are certain people who hated Moses, right? But you know what happened? They crossed the Red Sea too. As long as they were Israelites, as long as they applied the blood on the lintel and doorposts, those guys were freed from that death spirit. And they crossed over. They were delivered like everyone else. Okay? Even though they didn't like Moses. So there's something about God's grace that goes beyond your faults. It's a greater, better promise. In fact, the Bible talks about a better promises. 
Okay? The blood speaks better thing than that of Abel. What does the blood of Abel speak? Hebrews 12, 24. The blood of Abel speaks vengeance, vengeance. In other words, you do wrong, you're punished for it. You go off, you are punished for it. Vengeance, vengeance. But the blood of Jesus speaks mercy, grace, forgiveness. The blood of Jesus speaks better things. That's the 11th hour miracle. But if you multiply by two, then you cannot change it. Your fault can't change it. Your goodness can't change it. Just go for it, okay? Take it, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Let me see. I've got a few friends here. Bonita, how are you doing? She says you two look beautiful. 2022 is looking good on you both. Thank you. Love you so much, my precious daughter. Evelyn Kavar says, Happy New Year, church. Blessed year indeed. Daisy Queen is online too. Blessed year, my precious one. Love you so very much. It's a wonderful time. A real wonderful time to be alive. So I'm going to show you a prophetic message that cannot be changed, okay? Because it's biblical. It's in God's calendar of events. You know, I can prophesy success over you, and then it doesn't happen because you need to do what it takes to get that uh, success. But you cannot change the word of God as he wrote it, and especially if it's based on the calendar of events, all right? The yearly calendar of God's events. You cannot change that. So the word I'm going to give you is a word that cannot be changed. You, your fault or your weaknesses or your righteousness won't change it. So just ride with it, okay? You know you can hate a pilot, but as long as you're on the plane, you'll get your destination. As long as you don't pick a fight, okay? Because if you pick a fight, they might ask you to disembark at the next. It will still be the next landing point. <laughs> yeah, they can throw you out into the air. All right. Uh, so get on board. The blessing is yours. Amen. So that's a, really a bit of what we discussed yesterday. So you can go back to that broadcast and listen to it. The year 2022 and what 22 stands for. The, the Hebrew alphabet has 22 letters. These are the 22 letters that were used to write the entire Bible. So 22 stands for the word of God. Do you see? 22 stands for the entire word of God. All scripture. Remember what the Bible says? All scripture is God breathed. All of it. 22 letters. All scripture is God breathed and is profitable for doctrine. Is profitable for reproof and is profitable for uh, correction and is profitable for instruction in righteousness. Okay? You know that scripture, yeah? All scripture. So 22 stands for all scripture. Is God breathed. And that's why we declare that this is the year of light and rest. Why light and rest? Because the word of God is light. Psalm 119 verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Psalm 119 verse 130. The entrance of your word gives light and makes the simple to have understanding. In other words, those who are not intelligent become intelligent when the light enters in. So the word of God is light. Now, if you believe the word of God, then you get faith. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if you hear the word, light enters you. When light has entered you, that faith is called rest. According to Hebrews chapter 4, the Bible says the Israelites did not enter God's rest because of unbelief. They did not mix the word that was treated to them with faith. In other words, they didn't embrace it. They didn't believe it. So they did not enter God's rest. So rest is faith. The more you hear, the stronger your faith, the more restful you will be. You see, the entire rest is given. But you have to appropriate it at higher levels. Okay? Glory to God. So do you understand? Light and rest. Now I explained to you yesterday that if a preacher says that this year is the year of dominion and another one says this year is the year of Jesus Christ, another one says this year is the year of the donkey, another one says this is the year of the rabbit or whatever. You cannot say that my preacher got it right and your preacher got it wrong because as prophetic people we see a certain angle of things. So God has given us this entire universe, this entire earth, 
and he's given us the mandate to preach. And he's given us a certain aspect of it, a certain angle of it. Because the Bible says we don't see in full. We see through a glass darkly. So one person sees the foot of the elephant, the other one sees the trunk of the elephant, another one sees the tail of the elephant. But the three all saw the elephant. So you can't say the tail is a wrong prophetic word, or the foot is a wrong prophetic word, or that the trunk is a wrong prophetic word. So we can't say, oh, Apostle Joseph is the one who really got it. They all have got it because that's what the Lord showed them, or that's what they saw. But let me tell you a more sure word of prophecy beyond any other pronouncement this year. If it is the word of God, then it's the true word of prophecy. You better depend on it. Okay? So, the year of light, the year of rest, that's the year we have this this particular time. Now, the year of light and rest is significant because those who don't believe in the things of God are going to have it rough, very rough. Because wickedness is going to abound beyond anything you ever knew. The wicked will become more and more wicked. The righteous will be outstanding. Who are the righteous? The ones who believe in Christ Jesus. I did say the perfect. I said the righteous. There's a big difference. Okay? The righteous are being perfected. Okay? Because they believe in Christ Jesus. They're already as righteous as God. But they have to grow up. That's why he feeds them with his word. The milk of the word. He says like, like, like babies, yeah, like spiritual babies, desire the sincere milk of the word to help you grow up. So God actually has given you room for growth. He knows, oh, my child is acting immature because they're only three years old. Give them another three years, they'll act differently. You see, God gives you time to grow. So don't kick yourself too hard. God is not like that. God didn't raise you badly the way you were raised. He's a good father, inherently good, forever good. You'll not find any evil or wickedness in him. He has no problems with you. Oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, he does not keep records of wrongs. He's not like your earthly father who can remind you of the faults that he committed when you were 10 years old and now you're 40. He doesn't keep records of wrongs. It's contrary to his nature. Remember, his anger lasts only for a moment and a moment in the Bible is defined as the twinkling of an eye. So if God twinkles his eye, the batting of the eyelids like that, the anger is over. So you did something wrong and that's it, it's over. Okay? Unlike human beings, sometimes we think God is like those people that raised you or abused you. Please understand he gives you time to grow. Okay? So the righteous are going to flourish like a palm tree. They're going to be so fruitful this year. But the wicked are going to have it rough. Because everything that is wrong in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28 is going to manifest in their life. The Bible says, this curse shall fully and overtake you. <laughs> Curses that follow people and overtake them. In other words, before the person gives birth to a child, the curse has already gone ahead waiting. Yeah? Before they plan something, the curse already went ahead. Yeah? Scouting for what they're about to do so as to destroy it. That's what's going to happen to those who don't know Jesus, their Lord and Savior. But those who know Jesus, Lord and Savior, the Son of Righteousness will rise with healing in His wings. There's going to be healing. There's going to be miracles. In this year, you're going to see angels, but you're also going to see demons. In other words, you'll see demons walking around like that. You'll see them. And you'll see angels too. And then you're going to see tremendous manifestation of witchcraft this year. Because the devil wants to preach his news as well. And he uses his witches to do that work. They will manifest with power and miracles. And they'll prophesy better than your pastor. They'll be more accurate than your pastor. So you will need to have tremendous discernment not to be deceived by accuracy or prophecy. Okay? That's why I emphasize that the word of God, the most sure word of prophecy. If you know the word of God, you will not be deceived. But you will see miracles. You will see witches healing people and they'll get healed. You, Oh my goodness. They will tell you about the future and it comes to pass. They'll tell you about your life and it will come to pass. Then you'll start thinking, oh, this is really a minister of the gospel. Remember Simon the sorcerer. 
when he got saved, the Bible says people thought he had the power of God, that he bewitched people during his time and they thought he had the great power of God. He performed miracles for real. Then Philip preaches and he gets saved. Then Peter comes and lays hands on people to get the Holy Spirit. And he said, oh my goodness, this is, this is now, this is the real McCoy. This is the real deal now. If I can just get this power, I will regain my dominance in this place as the man with the power of God. So he offered money to Peter so that he could also get the ability to impart the Holy Spirit upon people. Do you know what happened? Peter said, your money perish with you. But if somebody didn't have discernment, they would not have told the difference because the guy was already saved. But he still had the witchcraft ability. Do you see? So you've got to be wise this year. The power of discernment must be upon you so that you're not just moved by the accuracy of prophecy. Neither will you be moved by the demonstration of power and miracles, but you'll be moved by fruit. This is how you know. The Bible says by their fruits you'll know them. And the fruit is love. Okay? By their fruits you will know them. By their fruits you will know them. This is what's going to happen this year. So not only are we entering into metaverse, I've started with prophecy, but I wanted to teach. You know, where electronic advancement in itself will look miraculous. Yeah? Like, instead of me preaching and you're looking at me on the phone, I'll be in your living room. Seated there talking to you, and you talk to me and I talk right back at, you know, to you, and we'll be engaging each other the way I'm doing close to my wife now. That's how the metaverse world is going to work. Already that sounds miraculous, doesn't it? Yeah? But the demons will manifest too. The witches will manifest and the ministers of the gospel who are genuine, who have a heart of love, will manifest way beyond the way Peter and Philip did in the presence of those witches. Okay? So be wise. Be wise. Okay? Be wise. Great inventions are coming up. I mentioned to you yesterday that the phone, as we know it, is going to be obsolete. Laptops will be obsolete. TV screens will be obsolete because you'll not be needing a screen to watch anything. You'll watch it in the air as a hologram. Okay? The phone will be replaced with something that looks like a smart, smart glasses. With a thing that looks like a Bluetooth, whatever. What do you call it? Uh, uh, what do you call those sticks you stick on the computer? What are they called? A USB thing, yeah? So, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a different thing. Can you imagine having something else other than this phone? We are so used to the phones and the laptops and computers and TV screens. But you wear glasses and with those glasses you enter into the metaverse. Yeah? And with that you'll be seeing like you've entered into a three-dimensional movie. You see, they started getting guys these glasses where you watch a certain game or computer game and you feel like you're actually participating. They were preparing you for metaverse. Okay? Now, metaverse is not satanic. It can only be satanic if it's used for satanic purposes. Okay, Just like your mouth is not satanic, but it can be used by the devil to say bad things. Okay, So, technological advancements are not satanic. So, don't preach against them. Instead, preach the gospel of Jesus so that people can use these things to the glory of God. Okay, knowledge in itself is not evil. But if you use it the wrong way, then you will be the one who will be acting in an evil way, not the knowledge itself. Okay? So metaverse is not satanic. It's not the mark of the beast. Alright? The mark of the beast is a spiritual mark. Just like you're saved and you have a mark of Jesus Christ on your forehead and on your right hand. There is a mark and a name that's there. There's a stone, a white stone with your name on it. You've never seen it because these things are spiritual. So the mark of the beast is also a spiritual thing. Okay? They are spiritual. It's by faith. You know, the beast is a spirit. It's called the spirit of Antichrist. And spirits operate by faith. Okay? They don't operate physically. They operate by faith. You got saved by faith. You didn't feel an angel, you know, putting a thing on your forehead with a sharp object. Yeah? <laughs> Pricking you to put a mark. You didn't feel a thing. Yet it happened. Your mark, the Bible says, you're sealed. I preached that yesterday. Please go back to that message. I don't want to repeat it. You've been sealed. Ephesians 1.13. You've been sealed. Okay? You've been sealed. 
you've been sealed, okay? Ephesians 4.30, you've been sealed. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit with whom you have been sealed. The Holy Spirit is the seal. But where is the seal? Have you ever seen it? Uh-huh. So metaverse is not the mark of the beast. Even though the beast can use it because it's a means of communication. It's like English, it's not of the devil. But you can use big swear words in the same language called English, okay? <laughs> Do you see? So we just need to, wa- to be wise. Christians tend to overreact. When they hear of 5G, they say that's of the devil. As soon as it's rolled out, they start using it to preach. That confusion needs to end. There's got to be a difference so that Christians come forth as people who are knowledgeable because we have the Holy Spirit. All right, so now let me continue with today's extension of the message of the Year of Light and Rest 2022. Now, so God instructed the Israelites to rest during the year 5,782. Now, that's of course our 2022. Okay? Now, the year of the year 5782 is a sabbatical year. That means it's a year of God's supernatural provision for you. I'm not saying you should not work because not working was the former glory. Okay? In the latter glory, we work at rest. We can still do things, but at rest. That means we do things by faith. When you do things by faith, we operate supernaturally. When we operate supernaturally, we don't get physically tired. So we are consistently at rest. You get that? So I'm not telling you to stop working altogether because it's a sabbatical. That's the old way of doing things. In the old days, they stopped work on the Sabbath. Jesus showed up and told them, my father works all the time. As if he was contradicting himself. Yeah? He would pluck things on the Sabbath day and he'll heal people on the Sabbath day and preach on the Sabbath day and do. All manner of things the Pharisees didn't like. They always wanted to stone him every Sabbath day. <laughs> you see? Because he just, he acted as if he wasn't resting at all. But you see, he said, come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Rest is Jesus. It's not abstaining from work. Okay? Are you kidding me? You will still do the work and you'll succeed. You'll love it because you have power. You have dunamis to do it. You won't get tired. So it's a sabbatical year. The year where God gives you supernatural provision for everything. It's also the year debts were cancelled. You'll find yourself, if you start well this year, you'll find yourself enjoying so much financial benefits from different people. Okay? You'll not owe. The projects and programs you're involved in is going to bring you tremendous money. If you have this mindset, okay, of light and rest, you get that? It's going to be a great year for you. Great, great year, okay? So 5782 is a prophetic number, yeah? Let's read Leviticus 25 verse 2. Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, When you come into the land which I give you, then shall the land keep a Sabbath unto the Lord. This is the Sabbath he was talking about. Okay? 5782. There were different high uh, high Sabbaths in the Bible. I'll, I'll talk about them in the future. Yeah? And this is one of them. This particular year is one such Sabbath. Okay? So for a whole year there is rest. In fact, these Israelites never even planted. They never reaped anything. God blessed the former produce, whatever they had gathered before. It was so blessed that it catered for the entire year. So whatever little amount there is in your account is going to do miracles for you. Okay? You think it's small, but wait and see what it will attract into that same account. Yeah? You make one phone call that will completely transform your coffers. Until you look at your account and you'll be shocked. That's what's going to happen this year. Isn't that so wonderful? Glory to God, I can see a few more people here. Mutongi Muhidi says, Connected Happy New Year 2022. God bless you. Love you so much. Glory to Jesus. Megan, my precious one, is online too. Love you so very much. This is good news. The gospel is good news. Hallelujah. So, work hard this year. Yes, Mr. Bula. Yeah. 
Okay. We just go to the Bible to get the answer. Yeah? That God finished his work. Then Jesus returns and says, God continually works. So it was not abstinence from work. It was a completion of his purpose. Rest is up. We finished it. Now what's next? Do you see? It's not, ah, I don't want to do anything. I'm going to sleep. Yeah? Because you go to sleep and God takes your spirit to work. <laughs> That's what dreaming is about. <laughs> you see, the body needs to rest because it's made of soil. That's why the body sleeps. Well, your spirit never sleeps. Your spirit never slumbers, no sleep. In fact, the moment the body is weak, the spirit feels like, yes, let's get on now with it. That limitation is asleep. So your spirit gets out of your body and goes out there slapping everybody. You know, playing soccer and all the things you couldn't do because you're feeling weak. <laughs> do you see? Yeah. So God did not stop working. He accomplished his purpose. The purpose that he set out to do, he accomplished. After that, he started all over again. So he says the Israelites, though they rested on the Sabbath, the seventh day and the seventh year, and the 49th year, going to 50, they kept resting. But the Bible says none of them entered God's rest. Because these guys were doing it outwardly, physically. But our rest is inward. Yeah? The knowledge of the word of God. The knowledge of what's coming ahead. You see, when you know what's coming ahead, you, you, you rest. Say, ah, I'm good. I know what's going to happen. We're going to win that match. So you just participate, cheering your team, but you know you're winning. Because you've already seen the result. That's called rest. It's a knowing. It's a competence. A person who knows how to drive a car is not going to panic. They're at rest. But they are still driving. You see, you know how to play a musical instrument. You're at rest. But you're still working. In fact, the more you work, the better you feel. <laughs> you see. So the idea of getting tired, the physical tiredness, comes because people still operate based on the former glory. Okay? The outward glory. What is it that came upon Samson that he could use the jawbone of a donkey to kill a thousand people? That's called rest. <laughs> you see? What that's so efficient the man is at rest. Okay? So that's what God entered into. He sees from the physical and got into the spiritual having imparted the physical with the spirit. He said, now it can continue by itself. I don't need to create any more grass. They will reproduce by themselves. I don't need to create another human being. They'll reproduce by themselves. That's called rest. You set things into motion. Yeah? But he's still there fixing them. All right? So that's the rest we enter Yeah. So it's not cessation from work. Uh, oh, sabbatical, we are not working. No, it's fulfillment of your dreams. That's rest. Okay? I hope that helped. Wonderful. Okay, let's carry on. Let's carry on. Okay, so, so the year 5782 or 2022 is the year when God's children enter rest. So God's provision will be supernatural. He'll cause help um, to any one of his children from unlikely and surprising quarters. Okay. You'll find help coming from unlikely and surprising quarters this year. Now, let me take you into the, the deep uh, spiritual things now, prophetic things. So 5782, if you look at it numerically, 5 stands for grace, 7 stands for rest, yeah? completion, perfection. So you see, rest is perfection. Yeah? 8 is a new beginning, and 2 is agreement or witness. But that's English. Now, let's go to Hebrew. So five in Hebrew is, is hey, H-E-I, yeah? Hey, all right? H-E-I, okay. And then seven, this is so, Zion, okay? And it means conquest, all right? Eight is Chet, C-H-E-T, all right? And it means life. And two is bet, and it means house. Okay? So you are rising with power and life. Okay? 
as the house of God. You see, you are rising with power and life as the house of God. Did you get that? Yeah. So this is this is really really powerful. So five seven eight two five is H E I. It means many things, but it also means here it is. Here is a cup of tea. That's H E I. Here is. Yeah. Zion. Okay. Glory to God. This is so powerful. Yeah. So that's like power, authority, or a crown. Here is the crown. And then C H E T for eight. Of life. Because that's life. And then B E T for the house. So here is the crown of life for the house. Did you get that? So you see, the Hebrew is deeper than the, 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 the numbers. Because numbers will tell you grace, perfection, new beginning, agreement. Connecting them becomes difficult. But this here is the crown of life for the temple of the Holy Spirit. You see, the crown of life is promised. So that's what 5782 five, stands for in Hebrew, okay? Isn't that beautiful? All right. Now, you can still break it down if you like. For example, 80. 80 is pe, 80, which means mouth. So the mouth of a sword is called pe. The mouth of a person is pe, you know? So 8 is pe. 2 is bet, where we get bet, lehem, you know? House of bread, okay? Elizabeth. Yeah? House of God. El Bet. El is a bet. Okay? Are you getting it? So, um, and all, all man were bets. Yeah? <laughs> 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 this one is talking about his wife. I hope she's watching. <laughs> That's how the house of life. Yeah? Yes. <laughs> That's beautiful. Okay. So that's what the year presents you with. Okay. Here is what? Here is the crown of life for the temple of the Holy Spirit. And that temple is you. So God is crowning you with life this year. Isn't that beautiful? That means no sickness, no disease. And if the sickness comes, just kick it out. Because you already have legal authority to get rid of it. It cannot survive in your body because you are crowned with life. Amen. Glory to Jesus. And then the mouth also. The mouth of the house. That means you're given power to talk. 82. Power to speak. Power to make a decree. So if you say something, the Bible says, you shall only decree a thing and it shall be established unto you this year. Glory to God. Isn't that wonderful? But let me take even deeper. The word for arising, awakening, is you are, ur. It's also the word for light. That's why Uriel is the God who is light. Uriel is the God who is light. There's an angel called Uriel, the angel responsible for wisdom, which is the light of God. He's also responsible for luminaries, all the things created that produce light. Okay? Uriel. So 5782 is also called Ur. Okay? U R. Which is awakening, rising, like the way the sun rises. Or the way you get up from bed. Yeah? Rising up. Okay? Or getting off a chair. Standing up. Okay? Rising up to the occasion. That is this year. That's what is going to happen this year for you. Glory to God. You rise up to the occasion in Jesus' name. And this rising up happens when there's been chaos. And we've, we've gone through two years of serious chaos. Where the ego was stirring up again. Ooh, the word to stir up is ooh. Stirring up the nest. The places where you're feeling comfortable and you couldn't go higher in life. They were stirred up until you started learning how to use a computer. You started learning how to post things on Facebook and YouTube. Things you didn't want to do before. Because you're stirred up from the position of lethargy 
despondency and the position of that, that ungodly comfort, laziness. So things were so difficult that he had to learn another way of creating income. Or you had to use the little you had made so wisely because you didn't want it to get finished. You became wiser because the, the eagle stirred up the nest. Because the eaglets need to fly. So Deuteronomy 32 verse 11 says, As the eagle stirs up her nest. The word stirring there is ur, you are. As the eagle stirs up the nest, fluttering over her young, spreadeth abroad her wings, taketh them, beareth them on her wings. If you continue to verse 12, the Bible says that's how God stirred up the uh, Israelites, made them so uncomfortable in Egypt that they cried for deliverance, and Moses was sent, and they left and went to the promised land. So the lockdowns and all these masks and all the social distancing, all the complications and, and curfews and all that, stirred up the nest. Now you're ready. This year you're ready for work. Because by the end of 5782, which will be September this year, you know, this year started September last year. So by September this year, things will be back to normal, except for demand for vaccination certificates. So those of you who are against vaccination, you will have to show the certificate. Hear me, you will have to show it. If you don't have it, they will not let you into a restaurant, they won't let you into a supermarket, and they won't let you into an aeroplane, okay? They won't let you into public transport. Okay? They won't let you into any office. So you'll probably just have to stay home. So just get the job. It's not going to kill you. It's not the mark of the beast. It's an injection. All right? Christians should get out of narrow-mindedness. Especially you pastors. You have controlled churches for so long, no one ever challenges you. So even when you're absolutely wrong, you don't know it. Yeah? <laughs> They've been so in charge of thousands of people for so many years that they can't tell when they're wrong. Yeah? Because nobody challenges them. You dare not touch the Lord's anointed. Even the members are anointed. Okay? Anyone who is saved is anointed. So the, the, the idea is don't touch each other. Okay? <laughs> of course, we need to honor and respect authority. That's God ordained. Protocol still works. But, ladies and gentlemen, the anointed is not just one person. If I'm your spiritual authority, you're anointed too. So I shouldn't touch you either. Okay? Touch not my anointed. Do my prophets no harm? Who are prophets? Anyone who speaks forth the word of God. But of course we need to respect our authorities. Our parents, our political leaders, bosses at work. You know, biological parents, spiritual parents. Whoever is in charge of you in any particular field, please respect that person. That's the order of God. But it does not mean that if you are in charge, then you are the know-it-all. Yeah? To the extent that even when you're wrong, you never want somebody to tell you. Lest your grace is withdrawn from them. That's foolishness and rampage. And the church needs to grow up from that. Because such are the people that are going to be completely subjected to deception this year. Because you're like an aeroplane. And if an aeroplane misses its mark, by half a degree. Even though it's being flown by the most experienced pilot, and even though it's safe and secure up there, it will crash ultimately because it missed the mark just a bit. And the more it goes, the longer it flies, the farther it moves from the truth. So you can be a guy who started right, but you start veering off because the word of God and the people around you can't tell you anything. Yeah? So when you're off, you're really off. Do you see? So, this particular year, the Lord has already orchestrated your elevation because the stirring up already happened. You learned to fly. So now you can soar with wings as an eagle. The Bible says you shall run and not grow weary. You shall walk and not faint. You'll mount up with wings as an eagle this year. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay? Now, Deborah in Judges 5 verse 12. Deborah actually spoke to herself when she realized it was the year of conquest. She said, awake, which is the word Ur, you are. Awake, Ur, Deborah. Deborah means Dabar, a bee from Dabar, which is the word of God. 
So the 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 word B is Deborah and the word Deborah is derived from Dabar and Dabar is what God speaks. Okay? So arise, which is Ur, and she says the second time, arise, remember anything double must happen. She says, Arise, arise, Deborah. Ur Ur Deborah. Okay? She says, Ooh, awake, awake. Again, Ur Ur, utter song. Ur, arise, Barak, and lead your captivity captive, you son of Abinoah. That which bound you, you're going to bind. That's what's happening this year. It messed you, you're messing it this year. It weakened you, you're weakening it this year. You could afford it, you are affording it this year. It was too high for you, it's becoming too low for you this year. Okay? It was too difficult for you, this year it's going to be too easy for you. It took too long, this year it's going to take too short. Alright? <laughs> That's what the Bible says here. Lead your captivity captive. In other words, the, the jailer has become your prisoner. I'm talking to you, jailer. <laughs> Are you getting it? The thing that bound you, the thing that scared you, now is scared of you. Because you are rising. Five, seven, eight, two means arise. Ooh, arise, arise, arise. Okay? So be promoted in Jesus' name. It was hard to get a spouse. It will be easy to get one this year. It was hard to get a job. It will be easy to get one this year. It was hard to get contracts. It would be easy to get contracts this year. If you believe in this one, this is not for everybody. Because the wicked are going to have it rough. They will look at you and they'll say, I just want to know your God. You look happy and things are working for you. And I used to despise you last year. I need to know your God. Or they'll ask you, what is your secret? And that's when you'll get an opportunity to share Jesus with them. All right? Arise. Glory to God. Rona is online. God bless you, my dear. Love you so much. She says, Happy New Year, lovely, lovely people. Blessings upon each and every one of us. I'm highly blessed. Amen. We love you. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. My precious sister Nelly David is online too. Love you so very much. Uh, Rona says, Amen. We praise the Lord and claim deliverance in Jesus' name. God speed upon us all. Yes. It's going to happen quickly. Yeah. Arise, you have your promotion. Arise. Was it difficult to buy that thing you always wanted to buy? This year you're going to do it. You have had so many plans, and every year comes and they don't come to pass. Those plans are coming to pass this year in Jesus' name. So pass you there and make sure you're at rest. In other words, by faith. Keep hearing the word of God. Make sure you know the word of God because light and rest will only come from the word of God. Okay? Glory to God. Now, if you look at Song of Songs 4, uh, verse 16, the Bible says, Awake! Another one. Ur. Oh, Northwind. You know what Northwind does? Northwind brings promotion. So, you got to say, Promotion! 5782. That's the code. So, every time promotion is bothering you, give it the code. You know how you press those things. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. 5782. Oh, I, I went beyond... Five, seven, eight, two. Before it would be access denied. Because you are pressing five, seven, eight, one. Now you're pressing five, seven, eight, two. Access granted. Yeah? And they're not going to ask you for a password or any other thing. You know, verification stuff. They won't ask you for that. Five, seven, eight, two. Done. Okay? Promotion coming from the north. And he says... Awake, O north wind, and come, you south wind. What's south wind? Provision. Blow upon my garden. Look at that. That the spices thereof may flow out. That's anointing. The fragrance of the knowledge of Jesus Christ is spices. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 2.40, Now thanks be unto God, who leads us in triumph and manifests to us the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. You'll walk into a place and they just know Jesus, even if you don't tell them. Because they'll ask you, they'll say you're looking healthy and strong and happy and I'm here distressed, sad, scared and sick. Help me. And you'll say, you need the fragrance? His name is Jesus. Okay? 
And the Bible says, let my beloved come into his garden and eat his pleasant fruits. Isn't that beautiful? Remember the fruit of your spirit to God. That's what we're talking about here, the pleasant fruits of Jesus. The fruits of your spirit to God, like your lips giving, thanks to his name, the fruit of your lips. Like faith towards God, like sacrifices of praise, things like that. That's what he's coming for. But your garden is full of spices and promotion and elevation and provision has already come in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Look at Isaiah 51 verse 9. Awake, awake. Same, same thing. Ur, ur. Put on strength, O arm of the Lord. Awake as in the ancient days, in the generation of old. Are you not it that has cut Rahab? Rahab stands for Egypt here. And wounded the dragon. Why did he cut Rahab and wound the dragon? Because Pharaoh was called the dragon that plays in the night. So he wounded the dragon and destroyed Rahab and the Israelites were free. The demons that bound your father's house and your grandfather's house, the demons that have made it difficult for you to make it past a certain level, you always fail just before you succeed or you're rejected just as you're making friends. You meet a new person, you're making friends and you've hit it hard and things are moving on. After some point, you're calling them, just hearing musical sound. After some times you hear a rude lady on the other end saying, sorry, the mobile subscriber is no longer in use. That means you are blocked. <laughs> yeah? That's not going to happen anymore. That demon that made you stink and smell so that people just rejected you when they shouldn't have rejected you. That spirit's head has been wounded in Jesus' name. This year is your year where you will manifest everything God created in you. And let me tell you, God is going to embarrass you with success until you worship him. Because you always thought God is the one who was stopping you because of your fault. He's going to bless you in spite of your fault until you say, okay, I give up. Let me just worship you. All right? Remember the Bible says, the goodness of the Lord that leads us to repentance, not his anger, his goodness. You're going to enjoy so much of God's goodness that you'll change your mind and say, you know what? I don't have to do these things that I do. I don't have to talk this way. Let me serve God. He's too good. He's been too good to me. You're going to be transformed by the goodness of the Lord, not by his anger. Okay? Not by fear, but his goodness. That's what will transform you. Okay? He will so satisfy you with good things that you'll have no choice but to worship him. The Bible says you'll eat and be satisfied and you shall not be ashamed. After that, he'll pour more anointing upon you for greater things. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Emesh says, Happy New Year. God bless you, my dear. I love you so much. All right. If you're watching or listening right now on podcast and you don't know Jesus, your Lord and Savior, this is your opportunity. Please say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe in you. I believe that you're the son of God. I believe that you died on the cross for my sin and rose again for my justification. Today, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I receive eternal life into my spirit. I'm now saved. Glory to Jesus. Let me say bye-bye to my podcast audience. Thank you so much. This is your friend Joseph Helen. I love you so much. Until the next episode, bye-bye.